well, God is taking us away. Everybody's going to have their day with the Lord. Good afternoon and welcome to Into His Word Podcast. Into His Word Podcast. Capital H for He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings or King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In Him dwell the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All right. Have you ever wondered how the children of Israel, when wandering through the desert for 40 years, you ever wonder what happened to their clothes? You ever wonder what happened to their feet? Hallelujah. Well, God has taken us away one by one. But more importantly, God has been taking care of us, both his children of obedience And the children of disobedience. He's been taking care of all of us. We're all. And you've heard it said before. We are all children of God. If you have your Bible. Please open it to the book of Deuteronomy. That's in the Old Testament. A book inspired by the Lord God Almighty. As all the other books of the Bible are. Deuteronomy chapter 4, let me turn there, uh, chapter 8, let me turn there as well. All right, Deuteronomy chapter 8, and we're going to read at verse, I guess we'll just read at verse 1, start right there. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply And go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. But why would he do that? To humble thee. To prove thee. To know what was in thine heart. Whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. There's more to it than that. To humble thee and to suffer thee to hunger and to feed thee with manner, which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee known that man doeth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doeth man live. And verse four, thy remnant or thy clothes waxed not old upon thee neither did thy foot swell these 40 years we're going to stop right there i think that's quite enough to get started with today on this next segment of god's purpose god's purpose as you can see here he has a purpose his purpose was to lead the children of israel through the wilderness through the desert because remember as they escaped by the hands of moses God used Moses as they escaped the Pharaoh from the land of Egypt and heavy bondage. They're on a journey to the promised land. Just like today, you and I are on a journey to the promised land. We're trying to live our lives right, according not to my own will. We heard of what happened in the book of Judges when the children of Israel 
tried to live according to their own will. And they did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord always caused problems because of their what? Not keeping the commandments of the Lord and straying away from the righteous ways that the judges or the military rulers in the book of Judges had led them. Led them in defeats of many enemies and foes in the book of Judges and showed them the right way. But let's a quick reflection. We know that as soon as the judge died, that the children of Israel went back. They went back and did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So going back here to Deuteronomy chapter 8, we see that the Lord, he was testing the children of Israel. He said, for 40 years, basically, I tested you on your wilderness journey from the land of Egypt to the land of Canaan, the land that floweth with milk and honey. Now, if you look on the map, for those of you that have a Bible map, you can see it was a straight shot. You know, if you live wherever you live, you know, they always say that a, a, a straight line to wherever your destiny is. But if you're just going around, if you're trying to get from point A to point B, that's a pretty quick route as long as there's no obstacles in the way or no detours. But if you're trying to get from point A to point B and on the way, you're going to go to Z, X, Y, that's going to take you a while. You catch on to what I'm saying. And this was the case with the children of Israel. God kept them on their journey for 40 long years. How long have you been on, on the face of this earth? How long has your journey been? Are you, are you even in the journey with the Lord? Now, I'm sure the children of Israel have seen the great things that God had done in their life beforehand. I'm sure the children of Israel, uh, the next generation, have heard stories of the things that God had done at the hands of Moses. I'm sure they've even heard other stories about Caleb, about the judges. How many stories have you heard? How many miracles have you heard about how God has touched somebody's life or how the person said it was God? My personal testimony is God delivered me. The voice you're listening to from a from doing evil in the eyes of the Lord. I have been delivered. If you know me personally, you've probably heard my testimony before. And God touched my life. I went down in the water. Uh, as they say in the church, they buried me in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. And I came up out of that water speaking in other tongues as the spirit of God gave the utterance and that's Bible hallelujah so he led these people just like he's leading you although you may not recognize it and he's leading me and he's leading everyone through their journey through life but the Bible tells us to see whether or not they're going to keep his commandments whether or not they're going to follow his ways and when we go astray from following his ways what happens? We get humbled. He's testing us. The word prove means test. And he's doing all that to see what's in our heart. What's really in our heart? God's going to humble me. 
You know, I might be doing real well. My car might be running really well. Tires, everything is working great. Then all of a sudden you go out to start your car and the battery's dead or you have a flat tire or somebody broke your window. But you're a believer in God. This is to humble you. This is to testing your faith, prove you. Do you still love me? Do you still want to worship me in spirit and in truth? Or are you even going to worship me in spirit and in truth? As I take you through this difficult time. These are some things for us to consider. I kept you for 40 years. <coughs> excuse me. In the wilderness. Walking around, setting up a tent, taking down a tent, setting up the tabernacle, taking down the tabernacle. For 40 years, I know what that's like when I was in the, I know what that's like. When I was in the service, we had to do some things. Uh, going to what they call as a bivouac. Hurry up, rush over here, put up the tent. Everything, the whole camp is set up. Half hour, hour later, take it down. Let's go over here. And when I say go over here, it was over there. I mean, we had to march 20, 30 miles, set it up, take it down, 20, 30 miles, set it up, take it down, 15, 5, set it up, take it down. Repeat it over and over, all in one day. Think about a 100-mile walk. Some made it, some didn't. But they were testing me. I passed that test, like many others. And that's how God did them. But, but God also, as we read in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 4, he said, your clothes didn't grow old and your feet didn't swell. In other words, you didn't grow at all. And your clothes, they didn't deteriorate and get old. Now, that's God. What a testimony these people for 40 years in the wilderness would have. Now, we're moving into the New Testament. But I need to talk some more to you a little bit more. So much. So much we could gather here uh, in the Old Testament. And we're going to talk quickly about Daniel. And we might move into Job in this particular segment. But if not, we can get into Job a little bit later. Job. Uh, Daniel. Sorry. Daniel. Uh, we know the story about Daniel's in the lion's den and all that. But I don't, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Daniel's attitude towards God and towards the then established society and the world that he was living in. The world Daniel was living in was pretty much, if in comparison, was like the world we're living in today. Once he was taken into captivity, Nebuchadnezzar was running the show. They had their music, their fine dance and stuff. And Nebuchadnezzar came to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he told them, when you hear the sound, when you hear my music play, when you hear this live song playing, I want you to worship and sing and dance to my music. Ha! But Daniel refused to. There are some ways in life that we need to refuse. You know, but remember, Eve, we can always go back to Eve and Adam, how they partook of the forbidden fruit. We don't want to be partakers of the forbidden things in life. 
We want to live our life according to God and his way. So in Daniel chapter three, the king's music, when you hear the music, worship. Ha. But when they went into the fiery furnace, chapter three and verse 27, the guards looked in there and they said, you know what? I see somebody else in that fiery furnace. And he looks like the son of God. Hallelujah. So let's remember, no matter what our problems are, no matter what our trials are, no matter how difficult they are, no matter the ups, the downs, the all arounds. If our mind is on Jesus, if we're made up to serve Jesus, just like he did with the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter eight. I encourage you to read it and you can read twenty nine and five as well in the same book. And as he did with Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Well, I might as well get to Job here right now, too. Uh, just be quick with it. Job chapter uh, 14, uh, chapter 1, verses 14 through 19. Job had several people. I believe it was four people came to him all in one day and said, Job, disaster has come to you. You lost this. You lost your son. You lost your land. You lost your, you lost your, uh, your cattle. You know, horrible things was happening to Job all in one day. How many times have you waken up in the morning and all and it, it just starts from day one or when you get to work? Uh, first minute on the job, boom, it hits. And it's like that all day. But you have to keep your faith and you have to trust in the Lord. That's all we have to do. Keep the faith and trust in the Lord. And when it's all over, in the book of Job, chapter 42, you can read the whole chapter, which I would advise. But I'll just get right to verse uh, verse 10. Job was blessed with twice as much as what he had from the beginning. He lost it all. Even his wife said, just throw in the towel, Job. Curse God and die. With all his boils and everything and the problems he was going through. But Job didn't do it. He held fast and kept living for God. Amen. Amen. So as we come to a conclusion here. Remember. That God is a good God. Yes, he is. And you just keep the faith no matter what. Because God's going to come through just like he did with the children of Israel. He came through for them time and time and time again, and as he came through with them, he was helping them along the way, just like he'll help you along the way. God's purpose, he ain't a mean God. He's a loving God, for God is love. Hallelujah. So we just have to love him back and follow his ways. Lord, bless the hearers of this word today. Help them, lead them, guide them. And protect us all. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody says, Amen.